we all have values, and values are played out by the kind of behavior that we we conduct ourselves. You know, so it's really values are moral, ethical standards. They reflect、uh, the principles that we we hold dear to us by the actions we take. And I think in today's world, where there are so many challenges and oppositions and temptations and struggles, particularly for people of faith. It's important to to be reminded that、um, we need values. We ought to have values. We ought to reflect upon the values that we have. This is Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and today I'm excited to welcome over the phone lines Reverend Dr. Pablo Diaz. Pablo, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Excited to be on the program. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm really excited to talk with you. You've got a very exciting booklet. For those who may not be as familiar with you, you're the vice president of ministries for Guideposts, and the ministry has, I think, a really important booklet that's come out、uh, that we want to talk about today. Can you tell me a little bit about Seven Values to Live By? Yeah, we're excited to、uh, launch this booklet,、uh, Seven Values to Live By, by the late Norman Vincent Peale, the founder of Guideposts. And this booklet is about values for successful and faithful living. And there are seven values that the book emphasizes: integrity, courage, enthusiasm, happiness, faith, hope, and love. And what's exciting is that after each chapter on the values, there's a, a list of action steps to help the reader、uh, follow and implement what they've read. And learned, so we're excited and uh, we're uh, delighted to be able to make this available and talk about this important booklet to your audience and to others that will be listening as well. Yeah, for sure. So I'm I'm curious for you guys over at Guidepost, why did you decide that a booklet about values was so important for this day and age? Well, you know, values are essential to. Uh, to organizations, but they're c- critical to individuals. And whether we know it or not, we all have values, and values are played out by the kind of behavior that we we conduct ourselves. You know, so it's really values are、uh, moral, ethical standards. They reflect、uh, the principles that we we hold dear to us by the actions we take. And I think in today's world, where there are so many. Challenges and oppositions and temptations and struggles, particularly for people of faith, is important to to be reminded that、um, we need values. We ought to have values. We ought to reflect upon the values that we have, and to make sure that they align with our faith and with the biblical principles that we、uh, believe strongly in. So,、uh, values help us to determine. Uh, the actions we take and the way we treat others, the way we pursue our、uh, success in life and our purpose and goals, and、uh, again, but unless we really can name them and be able to、uh, put the frame around them so we can then implement them, then we're kind of doing taking actions without really understanding what's influencing our action steps. And of course, for followers of Jesus, it's almost impossible to discuss values without talking about how our our Christian life plays into that. Can you talk about how those two things intersected for you with this book? 
Yeah, I think it's, it's it's impossible to to not as people as Christians and people that hold dearly and closely to the Scripture and to the gospel lessons and life of Jesus Christ, not to be uh, influenced by his his teachings and his presence to and shape the values that we have. And I think that as people of faith, we need to uh, revisit what is it that we believe and how we live it out in light of Scripture, in light of the faith that we proclaim as people of God, as the children of God. So when it comes to living that out, I, I, I wonder, so you, you mentioned the seven values earlier. Let me see if I can remember them correctly here. It's integrity, courage, enthusiasm, hope, faith, love, and happiness. Is that it? Yes. All right, great. Seven for seven on that. So of those, <laughs> what was what is the most important value to you, and how do you live that out? Uh, for me, the most important value is love. Early on, uh, you know, learned from my family and through my church, love God, love others, and that love is the greatest value we have. And, and I'm often reminded of Apostle Paul's scripture in Corinthians, where he said there is faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. Jesus taught us to love, to love God, to love our neighbors, and to love our enemies, to love ourselves. And I think this is essential to, once we get the power of love in us and understand how it changes us, how it changes others, then that, I think, influences all the other values that we have. Even in the, in the book, we, it's noted that love is the greatest values of all and that we ought to concentrate on it and try to live it out. And for me, that is the most important value. You know, when Jesus challenges us to love our enemies, that is quite uh, quite a, a tall order. And, you know, it's easy to love those that are good to us, that love us, that care, that look like us, sound like us, but uh, we're called to love those that don't necessarily like us and care for us or have different opinions of us. Because if we are able to love them, the love of God in us can conquer them and transform them and change them. And our love for them will speak louder than anything we'll say and do. That's why love is the greatest gift. And I, and I find that, for me, the way I live out that love is through compassion, through the act of forgiveness, being generous and helping those in need through my actions, through my words and deeds. Um, it, it's really about uh, loving those that don't align themselves with my own faith or perspective of my faith, but understanding that that love can change us all. And I think this is the greatest gift of all. And I really believe what Paul said, and I hold it dearly to me, because, you know, faith and hope and love, right? You need faith, you need hope. But once you cross to the eternity, love is the thing that continues because God is love. It's a really well-said point there, and I think that that's so important for today's day and age. I feel like when I look at when I look at the news, when I look at my social media feed, when I look at any of that, I feel like I see so much lack of love from people in all different corners of life. And I think that that radical enemy love that Christ taught us and that you were just bringing up there is so important. 
but that's often very hard for us to live out when we're in the thick of the moment. Do you have anything that really helps you to remember when it's hard to live out your values, why it's important to? Yeah, I, 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 try, to, I try to remember that <clears throat> around love, that God's love for me is constant, consistent, never changing. So when I try to live out love, I try to, to think about if God can love me with all my mistakes and sins and faults and errors and, and, and never takes his eyes off of me, then that pushes me to be mindful of my call to love. And when it looks to the other values of courage uh, and integrity, integrity is a very interesting value because in today's world, integrity is challenged on a consistent basis. Uh, we're, we're being called to compromise our value system, compromise our character, compromise our ethics, compromise the way we live within the workplace, outside of the workplace, sometimes even within our own communities, within our family, and it can happen within our community of faith. But what keeps me going is that at the end of the day, I'm accountable to God, and that I also have to live with myself. And if I look at myself in the mirror, i got to ask myself, am I living the life that God has called me to live? It's not easy. It's challenging. But that's where grace comes in. Grace is that one, and God's grace and mercy come in to help us when we come short, when we miss the target, to be able to lift ourselves up through his grace and begin again. And the beauty about this is that we have an opportunity every single day to try it again over and over. As a matter of fact, we have an opportunity every hour, every half hour, every day, you know, mid-afternoon. If you've come short on some things, you can come back and try to live out your values. But, you know, values through our actions, it's a matter of discipline. It's working at it. It's doing what we have to do, making sure that our behavior aligns with our values, with our faith. And the more we do it, the more it becomes second nature to us. doesn't mean that we're going to be perfect because we're imperfect beings, but with God's grace, we can work at it. That's how I keep myself going at this, and that's what we hope that the readers of this book with the seven values to live by would discover that, you know, it, it, it takes work and it takes action, but it also takes God's grace and prayer. You know, how often we say, Lord, you know, I'm having a hard time with this person. You've asked me to love. Please help me, teach me, infuse my inner being with the power of your love so that I can love others. Help me see that person the way you see them. And I, and I believe that in the power of prayer to help us to live out the values, that power of prayer acts through us, and God does what we, what's impossible for us to do. It is impossible for us to love our enemies, but with the help and the grace and the power of Jesus in us, it can be done. If our master who we follow was able to do it, we can do it through his grace and power. And I often like that the words in Philippians when Paul said, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. It can be done, 
But let's not be deceived. Sometimes and many times we'll come short at it, but God continues to do the work in us because God's work has not yet been completed in our lives. That's great insight. Now, you talked a lot about compassion as a way that you live out these values, that you live out love in your life. And I think that there's a what Guidepost is doing with these booklets and how they're making it available to people shows a lot of compassion. Can you talk a little bit about how you guys have been, I don't know if the right word is giving away copies of the book, but can you talk a little about that? Yeah, it is literally giving away uh, free of charge. I mean, these are, you know, for um, chaplains and pastors and leaders and anyone who wants to utilize them in, uh, in their ministry, in their community, in the hospital, uh, in prison. We make these available to chaplains and, and, and different in the military, in the VA medical centers and hospitals and ministries in the front lines that are helping communities that are in need. Uh, this is available, and we make it available because of the generous donations of our donors. And, and, and the power of these booklets is that, you know, we, we reach out to people in their time of need. And booklets is nothing else but the Word, this book, but the Word of God in a, what we call small-size uh, inspirational uh, venue where you can pick up and when God's word reaches into somebody's heart, it transforms them. It gives hope. It lifts up their spirit. It gives them direction. So, you know, we believe in the power of the word and we believe that the word is being communicated in a very practical, concise, simple, user-friendly way through these booklets like the seven values to live by. We're very fortunate. We do about 1.4 million of these that we make available, and we hear the testimonies of people that were in the hospital, and they, you know, it said, you know, the chaplain gave us, uh, gave me the booklet, um, you know, the, the Amazing Grace is another booklet we have, for example, and how that impacted my life. So this is really a, a wonderful ministry, and it's a wonderful um, product, if I might call it that, a, a wonderful thing to have these booklets Seven Values to Live By is available to those who want it. Great. And if they want it, where can they go to get it? If they want it, they can go to www.guidepost.org and look for within uh, our website uh, for booklets. Fantastic. Reverend Dr. Diaz, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It has been a pleasure to talk with you. I love the insight you've been able to give our listeners would you mind closing us with a word of prayer? Sure, let's, let's pray. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your unconditional care and compassion, for being the great shepherd to us, Lord. We pray that you bless our listeners and that you will bless them and encourage their hearts, that they will be able to look deep within themselves and ask themselves, what are my values? And do these values align with the Scripture? Do they align with the gospel of Jesus Christ, with the person and the words and the deeds of our Lord? Help all of us to align our values, to be more Christ-centric, to be able to be compassionate and caring and loving, to help our brothers and sisters in word and deed, to be able to be that beacon of light and hope and of grace in our world 
And I pray you know that each person who's listening to this program, you know their needs, you know what they're going through, you know their hopes and dreams. And I pray that this will be a blessing to them, and that you'll bless them with the power of your grace, the power of hope and faith, and the power of your love. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Reverend Dr. Pablo Diaz on Charisma Connection here on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and thanks for joining us. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.